0: Welcome to the OC Eatly Podcast. This is your host Brett. Today, joining us we have Zen. Producer Zen. That Pro- is to oh, you. Producer
1: Zen, yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Zen. Welcome, Thank you. Zen. And I'm Amy. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> not a producer, not a producer, <laughs> but equally as talented, in other ways, <laughs> possibly more. <That> <laughs> <be>. <laughs> well, today we have a great show for you guys. It is officially the transition time or at least feels like it from fall to winter. It's the weather is trying to decide whether it wants to be cold or hot, and so with that comes changes in our uh, food experience and food adventures. Yes. So, stay tuned. We're going to touch a little bit on an Orange County favorite, which is the food truck scene. Some people would say it was founded in Orange County. Uh, I don't know if that's an official historic account, but uh, we definitely have a hot scene here. Um, and we'll get into that and anything else that we wanted to share with you guys for our food adventures over the last week.
2: OC Eatley is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing.
0: All righty, so I wanted to start our show with announcing that uh, Orange County actually categorizes a food truck as a mobile food facility. And in order to serve food out of a mobile vehicle in Orange County, you have to have an Orange County-granted mobile food facility permit. The deadline of which to apply for your permit each year is early September. So if you are thinking of starting a food truck... You've missed the boat it's this year. <laughs> <laughs> but year. put it on your
1: calendar for next year. How about if I delay the podcast and, and <laughs> I just won't put it up for about a, six months? Yeah, maybe nine. we <laughs> launch this
0: in next uh, July. So, to take it from the top, do you guys have any idea? Can you maybe guess what some of these categories might be? Mobile food facilities? Americana. Americana? No, no. Would you, like the types?
3: Like yeah. The, like, would, the, like one that, that might be in a vehicle or yeah. might, might be a stand. it might be a stand. At a Roach coach. Roach fair coach. Fair or something. Well, that's not what they call that's them. That's still a mobile.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Well, that might be a little too vague, so I'm just going to go down the list here. Thanks for making us feel <laughs> silly. <laughs> and this is coming straight from the official Orange County Health Department website. So, number one, uh, we'll start from the bottom, maybe in the hierarchy of uh, complexity. First, you have... Prepackaged carts. So examples would be carts selling prepackaged ice cream and chips. These oh. types of carts are limited to selling of prepackaged foods only. So this well, is right because like you're gonna
3: have other health permits probably. Yeah, this would prepare. be like if
0: somebody is uh, pushing like a wheeled cooler along a path. And uh, maybe Outside Angel Stadium. Outside Angel Stadium. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, she says
3: popcorn, water, dollar. <laughs> popcorn. Everything's a dollar.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure if those stadium people have permits or not. They could.
3: They very well could. I don't think she does. She probably doesn't. <laughs> She's right at the but gates by the train station there.
0: This is an official uh, mobile food facility. Is a, a prepackaged cart. So the picture is actually like a, a two... Um, two box cooler so there's two different areas on this cooler it's on big inflatable tires kind of like a tripod and then there's a push bar so uh the example we're looking at is an ice cream box and so they have like the labels of the various ice creams or uh that they probably sell from within uh next up the the pyramid of complexity is an unpackaged cart so this would be carts selling churros Pretzels, popcorn, shaved ice, hot dogs, coffee, cappuccino. Oh, and like the bacon-wrapped carts. hot dogs outside. Yeah, the these carts can serve unpackaged food with limited food preparation. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah,
3: again, another level of preparing. Yeah. So not raw. Well, bacon's raw. I'm trying to think here. Yeah, I wonder they where They get more complex, are. I think, yeah. when you're This is kind more. of
0: like where the bureaucracy probably steps in, and if you know somebody inside, you could get away with a little more because there's some gray area here with an unpackaged cart. But, yeah, this is, I think, like... Uh, Um, a churro where the person has to uh, take like the pre-made dough and then they're cooking it on their cart and then they're just dousing it in the sugar that we all love Mm. anyways delicious. next we have a pre-packaged truck so this is kind of like the uh, big brother to the pre-packaged cart (laughs) Um, and this would be ice cream trucks grocery trucks or any mobile food facility that stores and sells only pre-packaged food And if prepackaged perishable foods are sold, approved refrigeration is required on the vehicle. See, so people don't try and kill us. That's right. It's a very
3: frightening world out there.
0: It's important to have these rules and categorizations of mobile food facilities. (laughs) Um, And the granddaddy of all mobile food facilities and our favorite, probably what we're going to talk most about today, uh, is an unpackaged truck slash trailer. So examples are catering trucks, taco trailers, lunch trucks, mobile hipster coffee stands. That was my addition. Uh, hot trucks, <laughs> chef trucks, and any fully enclosed vehicle used for food preparation activities. Um, all food preparation, cooking, and storage must occur inside the vehicle or at an approved commissary. hmm you know, I actually found a Twitch channel once. Speaking of unpackaged trucks and trailers, uh, Twitch is a streaming platform mainly for gamers. Gaming. <laughs> yeah, I but heard there about this. Is also an IRL channel on Twitch, so in real life. Mm. And uh, this person created a Twitch channel for his work in a. Uh, food truck. So literally he had a webcam set up in the food truck that he worked at and he was streaming each one of his work shifts and just kind of like interacting with the camera while he's back there cooking, saying hi to his Twitch followers and yeah kind of a cool thing you know um, for people who are interested in just watching the inside of a food truck. But like Amy had mentioned before our show, I think um, looking inside of like the more complex kitchens of the world would be really interesting. Mm. Amy's example was uh, Cheesecake Factory. Ah, But I think to have, like, a mobile cheesecake factory, you definitely need, like, a stretched limousine. And a much smaller menu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but that's the, those, those are the official descriptions and examples of mobile food facilities in Orange County. I thought that it was cool that we have, like, this built-out infrastructure. And it's, uh, I think, a nod to the popularity of uh, these types of vendors in our area. So, um, yeah. Thanks what, for the lesson. There you go. That's our, that's our history and... Uh, regulatory lesson for the day. I can talk intelligently in social circles.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Party (laughs) talk. It's (laughs) all talking to party. Yeah.
3: You never know when you're going to need to know or what you're going to need to know.
0: That's right. Um, And might as well just drop the phone number if you do have a question on how to get a health (laughs) permit and operate a food truck in Orange County. Uh, There's a number and it's 714-433-6416. Reach on out to the friendly people at the Orange County Department of Health and they will guide you. Um, I'm just going to uh, leave this out here right now. My favorite food truck in Orange County is Piaggio on Wheels. I haven't been there forever, but oh. that was always my favorite. It's an Argentinian food truck. They have everything from tacos to skirt steak to empanadas. Chimichurri fries. Yeah, chimichurri fries, sliders. <laughs> Caprese empanadas. Wow.
3: Yeah, mixing cultures there.
0: Ugh. Well, Argentinians are very, like... Uh, uh, global, you know, uh, like I, I think they have a lot of European influence
3: in their food. Same with Peruvian because there's a lot of noodle in their dishes. Yeah. Spaghetti
0: with whatever. Mm-hmm. hmm A lot uh, of influences. Like, I think saltata is like a Peruvian mm-hmm. Vietnamese dish. Even now there's a lot of Vietnamese restaurants that have that, but... A lot of fusion um, happening. Love Piaggio on wheels. I actually haven't been to them in a, in the longest uh, amount of time, but uh, I know they recently made a stop at UCI that I missed. Uh, hopefully they'll come back. I think uh, a lot of these trucks literally serve seven days out of the week, so it's as simple as hopping on their website and, and finding out where they're going to be for the week. But, yeah, yeah what, what do you guys think? When food trucks come to mind, what are some of your
1: favorites? Uh, why? I think typically – I always think it's funny because I think I love food trucks because what's really neat about them is that unlike a restaurant where you typically have to serve the same same thing to hundreds and hundreds of people and they're not very nimble – Food trucks can constantly be changing their items, and um, so they don't constantly have to have a constant. And lots of times, you see food trucks disappear and yeah. they come back, and you see it's the same people <laughs> because it's like, oh, that that concept didn't work. Yeah. So I, I'm really big about food trucks. I think it pushes culinary. The culinary experience to a certain degree, yeah, because definitely. They they can they may not be able to find an audience big enough if they were to open up a brick and mortar store, but definitely to have a food truck, they can have a definite big enough following to have people chase after them and and make a good living. So I I really like food trucks.
0: Yeah, I think you huh. saw that in Irvine area for sure, like in the late two thousand and tens. Uh, a lot of the food trucks got really popular uh, and were able to go into brick and mortar. But yeah. they probably wouldn't have ever been able to open a brick and mortar unless they had that success as a food truck.
1: But I think it's also a dichotomy because I said I think I said Roach Coach earlier, but it's just this. The, it's kind of had this path, this kind of like negative connotation of being. Like a dirty, cheap place to eat, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like the culver. all of a
3: sudden it's an expensive place to eat with really <laughs> yeah. long lines. Yeah,
1: if it, if it oh, was gosh. like a normal restaurant, lots of times you're just like those are. Hater tots. Yes. Why did they cost $9? <laughs> <laughs> because he, they fancied them. Oh. Yeah. That's it's the a, big... Well, it's a truffle oil.
0: Yeah, they sprinkled truffle oil and parmesan <laughs> that, on top. You
3: know what? That's the genius work of a food truck. And restaurants yeah. are doing it now, too, and gastropubs have been doing it for a while. Yes. But they right. decided... Like the lime truck. I like the lime truck. I know it's like the original. Yeah. But they have carnitas fries, Uh and they're They're delicious. And they put this crema on them, and they have some sort of honey slaw, and just everything melts together. So I think what the food truck did was they got creative. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. said, let us not serve a tater tot. Let us put something fancy on top of the tater tot, and it'll blow people's minds. But like like carnitas fries, really, that would have been on a nacho or in a tortilla. Mm -hmm. But they said, let us put it on a fry. (laughs) And everybody freaked out. Yeah. And said, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And it really is good. And just no one before them thought to do that. Yeah.
0: in the corn fries, I remember when we used to go there, they would just load them with food. Like, it was like a beefy container of fries. Like, um, At that same time, they were serving hanger steak tacos and Mm -hmm. just, like, the most generous portions of hanger steak, like, cubed meat, just in these huge tacos. But... Yeah, I love like everything from their ingredient sourcing that the Lime Truck does to mm-hmm. just the creativity. I know that the chef there, I think his first name is Jason, I don't remember his last name, but he went on and opened a really popular like gastronomy restaurant in Santa Ana called the Playground. Oh, is that, that his? Yeah, that, that's oh, I have his. No idea. So he's like the founding chef of Lime Truck. I don't think he uh, is affiliated with the truck anymore, but um yeah, him and then I think the owner of Lime Truck was named Daniel Shemtob. Like, I was almost on, like, a not first-name basis, but I just was going all the time to these trucks because they were in, like, the Irvine Spectrum area mm-hmm. back when I worked at Waterworks. But, um, yeah, those guys were just killing it. Yeah, they're just well, creative.
1: They're I just think very is, creative. Well, I think the, the risk is low, right? If you have a brick-and-mortar store, it's just, like, you have a lease. You have, yeah, you know, you have all this infrastructure costs. you got lots of people that you have that are depending on you. And then, um, you're so tied to like, that one location. Yeah, and then if if <laughs> yeah. you don't do well, I mean that's everything. But if you do, you can you're free to experiment in a food truck. That because look, you know what's the worst that can happen? Next week I change it. No one's gonna, you know, like and I'll, I'll, you keep on throwing stuff out until you find a mix of things that people really really love. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm all for it.
0: There's like a little bit of fishing involved too. You kind of gotta find like where the fish are. You travel around yep. uh, again, like you go invest a lot of money in a specific location of a restaurant uh say the only thing you're missing is foot traffic uh, if you have a restaurant you can't like go and pick up your restaurant and move to the other neighborhood and that's i think what's so great like is then saying the agility behind a truck um
3: it makes it easier to cater like you just drive your truck to the place open up shop yeah. and there you are or and then with the boom of breweries they're everywhere oh, and most yeah. of them well not most some of them are some of them serve food, but mm-hmm. a lot of them don't. And so they just roll up outside the door in this industrial park that this is a brewery sitting in, and then so when you're drinking, you can go have something to eat.
0: Green Flash, I'm pretty sure it's Green Flash in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the permitting of their facility, they actually were unable to get a food permit, but they had knew somebody who had a food truck, and now they literally just have a permanent food truck that's parked in front of the brewery and they built an entire patio and dining oh. area around the food <laughs> that's truck. Awesome. And the food that's truck awesome. just sits there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they serve food right out of the food truck just constantly. The food truck literally, I don't even know if it operates or moves. I'm sure that it does in order to get their official mobile food facility. Yes. But uh yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually the brewery's uh, food. So um it definitely is uh solving a, a problem as well, and I think that's why they're sticking around. Um let I think, think. It's what
1: also is interesting is we we think of this idea of food trucks are – do food carts count? I mean, food carts was kind of one of the categories. It's like a smaller yes, category. It is. It's like we, we think of this idea of like food trucks or food carts turning into restaurants as like this brand new. It's like, wow, that's amazing. But we forget there's a lot of restaurants out – or fast food places that started out as food trucks. So like Carl's Jr., was actually like a um cars if you're not from Southern California, it's a, a burger restaurant which kind of flame broydles their burgers oh no i'm sorry as part of now um they purchase hardy's yeah or they merged with Hardee's, so you you would be familiar with oh, it I thought they were
3: always hardy's
1: hardy's was actually in a completely no, Hardee's different are in
3: utah i've been to plenty of those well
1: hardy's yeah. was a completely different company and oh. then they merged together and then they no kind of adopted the same um same like uh, brand menu image. brand and yeah. food When I was a kid in in the Midwest, that's specifically Ohio, Hardee's was essentially kind of like an Arby's. They served roast—they were famous for the roast beef. Cool. And then they morphed into essentially, like, a a different branding of um, Carl's Jr.'s. But Carl's Jr.'s was was a food cart in Los Angeles. And they started out with a couple food carts, and then they just kept on growing and growing and growing and turned into a restaurant, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, think of, like, Nathan's Hot Dogs. Like, yep. like the super famous like yep. uh, hot dogs that you purchase in the grocery store. I think they started off as a uh, just tent uh, at Coney Island, like yep. in New York. And then now they're all over the country, or at least their hot dogs are. Yeah. Maybe so at you- some point we're going to get like frozen chimichurri uh, empanadas from Piaggio on wheels. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> well, that's, I mean like um, Tommy's original burgers was mm-hmm. more like a small stand and then, you know, which... Well not exactly a food truck, but something that starts out very modestly as opposed to starting out as a restaurant immediately then becomes a huge chain, yeah, but now we have these things which are oh dude. Amaz- equally so amazing, brings- it's just but it's gour- it's starting yeah. out with not l- lower food, it's like gourmet food into a small gourmet restaurant, yeah, so.
0: that brings to mind uh for me in long beach Hoff's hut, so oh, like oh, Hoffs geez. restaurant group is a huge restaurant group they now own. Uh, Not King's Seafood, but they own Lucille's. So Lucille's is owned by Hoff's Hut. Um, They had a little spot called Mighty Kitchen in Los Al that went away. I think they have another couple of restaurants under their purview. But uh, Hoff's Hut is delicious. And they started off as just like a beach food hut. In Long yeah. Beach, when Long Beach used to have waves, so I wish they would beach concentrate like a on the Hoff's beach. Hut
1: again, though. I, know. I mean Hoff's Hut are amazing. You I know? love them. There's, There's one walk- like walking distance from my French house. We love but it so much. So many of them closed down over the yeah. last and 10 the one
3: years. in Belmont Shore closed down. It's now that other Saint and Second uh, or Saint, whatever.
1: That they own Saint and Second. Too. Oh, they do. They do. Also they quit their property, they don't have it. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like an IHOP competitor in some ways. Yeah, yes, it's just like higher quality. Yeah, I just wish they had the. I wish that kind of food was still around breakfast reasonable yeah. food at a um, yeah. good reasonable food at a very reasonable price super so.
0: high quality diner yeah. food yeah. yeah we love Hoff's Hut it's so funny Natalie and I are totally like not like who you would think would go to a Hof's Hut but it's one of our favorite breakfasts yeah, oh, yeah. it's fresh um, you get a lot of food, and it's super affordable. They have good coffee. I have this funny uh, move that I do whenever we want to talk about going to Hoff's Hut. Uh, they just ha- kind of have, like, the server core almost. It looks like the servers who work at Hoff's Hut, like, they, they're they in it. like And they have long time servers, so they take the job very professionally and seriously. Do they call you Hun? Uh, I think I've been called Hun a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're professional. We need yeah. a breakfast episode. We, should, oh, we maybe. need a Stay diner tuned. episode. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Diner. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. Um, Dude, I was thinking of also, like, a corporate park sandwich corner uh, episode, too. You know how, like, these little mom and pops, like, open up little sandwich shops in corporate park, like, suites? Anyways, but going back to Hoff's Hut, there's this move that the servers do when they're coming around, filling your coffee, and, like... Literally, they, they take your mug, and they tap the mug with the head of the coffee crack. They pull it they up. Pull, pull it up, and like it's just like they're like such pros. It's like they're painting a picture with the coffee as it comes <laughs> out. A little like, waterfall. Tsh. It's like a waterfall. A brown and waterfall. And woo, perfect timing. But, um, yeah, Hoff's is delicious. I mean, uh, those are restaurants that came from what was popular maybe 50 years ago or maybe 40 years ago. Now, in another forty years, you're going to have maybe these institutions of dining that started at, as food trucks, which is really cool. Um, so I had like a couple other questions. Uh, maybe we could debate. But what do you guys? Uh, what do you think food trucks maybe are missing? Uh, do you have like a maybe food bathrooms. truck? Con- <laughs> right, bathrooms. Right. <laughs> 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 do you want a food truck that has an onboard bathroom? <laughs> uh, no. <but> <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they are missing bathrooms for sure. I just think they're kind
3: of, if they're popular, I think they're, it's hard because the lines are really long. There's always one person taking orders mm-hmm. and they can only crank out so much food at once and sure. they're making it fresh. So I always know when I go into this that I'm waiting. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting in the line and then I'm waiting for my food. And sometimes it can take like 30 minutes to get your food. Yeah. yeah, yeah it can. And there's really no way to streamline that, but it is the bummer about food trucks. It's hard yeah. to scale yeah
1: it's hard to scale
0: hard to
2: scale. The
3: food's usually worth the wait, but like Brian and I go to the the, top, the Soho taco truck. Have you ever you guys ever had that? No, it
0: sounds delicious.
3: They make their own tortillas we go what? We go to a brewery in Santa Ana called Cismontigne, okay, and it's always parked out there every Tuesday yeah because um, every Tuesday Cis Montaigne does cask night so they have a special beer that they pour from a cask okay and the Soho Taco Truck they have like chorizo and cheese oh and gosh. delicious tacos <sighs> carne asadas melts in your mouth okay Soho it's- Taco Truck Soho Taco Truck find it I mean it- obviously it's only there on Tuesdays it's everywhere yeah. else the rest of the week but
0: it's delicious alright I'll have to check that out that might out. be my favorite so timeliness, um, yeah, timeliness. long. But the, like, what do you do? Like, yeah. if I'm thinking Open about that bring from a, a business truck, yeah, that's what yeah. that's about say. the only thing you can do. Scout is, Scout like, out, like, if I'm gonna go check out a food truck, I definitely like want there to be others, so like there's a little more dispersion of the people. Yeah, um,
1: I don't know if you can start to. I, I, I guess what I'm thinking is like, you know, what made. Uh, so what 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 started this whole thing. I, I think everyone believes that what started the food truck craze was Koji Truck, right? Yes, that's what I. And would think. so it was this um, gentleman who's Orange County, LA, started up a food food truck fusion of Korean barbecue along with um, Mexican food, mm-hmm. which is amazing. But they're
3: always linked for some reason,
0: I, Korean yeah. and Mexican.
1: Now they are yeah. right. Just a fusion everywhere oh, you go. Yeah, it just reminded me and, of Dos
0: Genos. Oh, so good.
1: And then, and then. He was doing essentially no, the way he started advertising, he started doing things through social media. Uh-huh. And I believe he used Twitter to let people know where he was going to be ahead of time. Yeah, And so I wonder if there's some way that they can semi-pre-prepare so when you can order some stuff. I don't know if there are a lot of cook know that frying pan open and you know like the frying vat open while they're driving around but yeah like, can they start pre-cooking and then like at the first dozen people it's like oh here's your order here's your order here's yeah. your order uh, interesting i mean i don't I, this sounds a little bit hopeful but
0: well according to the orange county department of health <laughs> all food preparation cooking and storage must occur inside the vehicle or at an approved commissary so I think that a lot of these vendors probably have places to prepare and store their food. So yeah. they could do some pre staging for sure. That makes yeah. sense.
1: Um, yeah. It's economic. I, I've never run a food truck, so I'm <laughs> just speculating here, by the way. <laughs> it just looks really hard.
3: And it just looks like you sweat constantly and you're just miserable. Oh, the yeah. Back, and there's yeah. no it's air. It's small. And you're parked it's in hot. the sun. Yeah. I would not
0: ever want that yeah. for myself. I mean sometimes though uh where these trucks pull up there is not a lot of shade so being in the truck might be a little bit of a relief versus being outside and standing and waiting for features, the food. Yeah.
3: Like when they came here. Oh, yeah. That truck that was parked around the corner, we almost expired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Waiting for tater tots. (laughs) Um, And ice cream sandwiches, too, (laughs) right? Um, But, yeah, let's see. So, like, Dos Chinos is another fusion. I believe that their influences are Vietnamese and Mexican. And they just have these incredible fusion burritos and uh, quesadillas. I think they did, like, lobster quesadillas at one point, which were just delicious. Oh,
3: shrimp quesadilla. Uh, Soho Taco Truck. Sorry. Uh, I digress. Delicious.
0: But uh, yeah, what would you if you were launching a food truck, Amy? Do you have any ideas on a concept? Would you (laughs) ever think of like a a unique food truck concept? Jeez, I know that. I guess put me on the spot. spot. Yeah, Johnny on the spot here. Hmm. I think uh, I don't know. I'll try any pot pies. Pot pies. That's a great oh, (laughs) kind of like an Aussie Aussie pie food truck. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Pasty Kitchen in Los Uh-oh. Alamitos? No. All right. So that's like a Popeye place. They only accept cash and check. I was no, literally... Check? Well, yeah, did they call? check. It's called The Pasty <laughs> Kitchen. Oh, okay. Someone writing from- a check out okay. at the counter. No, no, no. I went three weeks ago. I didn't have enough cash. I literally wrote a $4.56 check <laughs> for my pasties. It was like two pasties. <laughs> <Nice. clears> There's <throat> um, a
1: great one on 17th in Costa Mesa. Uh, oh. I'm um, Yeah. Aussie
0: Oh, is it over by the coffee
3: joint? The, yeah. yeah. Or I mean the donut joint. Sorry. What that has that? coffee. Yeah. <laughs> What's <laughs> that called? I forgot.
0: I'll look it up. You guys. You like cho- kind of. Yeah. Aussie something somethings. Yeah. The Australians are always trying to push the envelope on those. But meat pie. Um, I vote, how
1: about we mix Chinese with Latin food?
0: Chinese and Latin.
1: Yeah. Actually, when I was in, um, I have a big joke because I'm married to a Latin movie. Oh, Latin movie. <laughs> the Latin woman. And I was in Hong Kong about ten years roughly about ten years ago, and we're passing mm-hmm. by this restaurant and it said El Latino e chino <laughs> <laughs> and it was a Chinese Latin fusion restaurant oh, we nice. didn't get a chance to go in, but we both took a picture of it next yes and decided like okay, this is our future we, our we need to move to yeah we need to move to Hong Kong
0: yeah um it's called Pinot uh, Pinot. the Aussie style bakery yeah my favorite my concept suggestion would be a uh fusion dim sum truck so if you could do like uh latin asian fusion dim sum so just kind of like cool dumplings wontons maybe like small uh, veggie plates um Possibly like some hot soups. Well, oh, I mean,
1: dim sum is the tapas of Asia, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, just like yeah.
0: fusion, fusion tapas it truck seems like, like a lot of work it. inside a teeny tiny mm-hmm. truck. There'd definitely be a lot of pre-staging. There'd
3: and definitely would, be a lot of steam. They, they, would, <laughs> oh, they would sell out. Of-
1: <laughs> you seen those RVs? You know, when you see those big RVs and then they park and then the sides push out. Yes. They got the sliders. That's what those trucks need. There uh, you go. You know, the, so they got more kitchen space and they can show more people. If you ever yeah. see
0: In-N-Out roll around in their mobile uh, food vendor, uh-huh. that's, like, what they bring. Like, oh, they, they have something, they, like, a push-out? Yeah, a there's, slide like out? A, there's, like, a mobile In-N-Out, and uh-huh. it's, like, a huge jalopy. Literally, it's, like, four trucks, like, and the sides push out. There's, oh, like, yeah. an overhang that comes out of it. I think yeah. some of them you can even go inside. Like, you actually go in to make your order, and then, you, like, you walk out. I'm um, just
1: thinking of the guys working in there. They need slide outs and yeah. more air. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um,
0: but, all right. So, pretty uh, interesting stuff so far. Um, we kind of talked about what we look for in a food truck, what we think food trucks are missing. Um, Actually, I
1: I, I just want to bring a franchise of Japa Dog here.
0: I haven't been to Japa Dog.
1: Japa Dog is a. Um, food cart and they actually opened up a restaurant about eight years ago in Vancouver. Okay. And so it's a Japanese hot dog fusion. So they Mm. they'll put like a wasabi mayonnaise and they'll put nori flakes across the top. And so it's a Japanese I mean you get these kind of hot dog but we have these Japanese flavors. I just recently found out that they're open they have opened one up in Santa Monica. Cool. So, but I think we Chappadog. need one in Orange County. Yeah, one in Orange County. Yeah. Dog is amazing. I
0: saw on the Dogzilla Dogzilla menu that they provide nori flakes if you want on, on right. theirs. I th- I yeah.
1: I they they came out a little bit I think after Jappa Dog and I think they were inspired by them probably so I mean but there's nothing like going to the original Anthony Bourdain in one of his shows uh, actually went and ate it and he thought it was one of the best places too in Vancouver
0: um, I think I've seen some other like Japanese style food trucks that do those like uh, tornado potatoes. You know what I'm talking What's about? That? Where they uh, oh they, the like, spiral s- thing spiral a, tor- a potato on a stick and then they like deep fry it and it's just like a big French fry on a stick, like a corkscrew.
1: Yeah. Like it looks like a big drill. Yeah, yeah it's
0: weird. It's, yeah, it's like a corkscrewed <laughs> potato. It gets yeah. to be about like 18 inches long, and then you can like get all these different toppings on top of it. That sounds delicious. Really cool, right? I
3: make those Hasselback ones at home. You ever made one of those? No.
0: what's a Hasselback Okay, potato. so you
3: take a full russet or whatever you want yeah. to do, and you slice it super thin. I actually use the bread knife to do it. So all I the can way get through? Like, pre- no. Almost all the way through. Yes. And then I take little really thinly sliced pieces of garlic. You can uh-huh. put one in there. People put chive or whatever. And between every single okay uh opening i stick garlic in there Uh and then you pour just a little melted butter over the top and then you stick it in the oven for like however long it takes a potato to cook and they get crispy because the butter it's
0: so good you can put cheese in them i can imagine you like blooming it out almost like opening it up like a big rolodex yeah it's hard circular one because you can break it ah yeah because when the potato is
3: when it's raw it it's like a yeah you know mm. so you have to be real. that's why I use the bread knife because I need like precision <laughs> you call that it's called a, call it a Hasselback Hasselback
0: Hasselback potato yeah right. right. they're so probably good with the sweet potato no, too. This up.
3: they're so good they're so good yeah yeah you can do a sweet potato oh, they're softer so when they get cooked but yeah this are there, I, mm, and they get crispy oh on the gosh. top and the garlic just kind of melts in there you're an innovator well no I looked up the recipe but okay. I do, they are a staple in my house now <laughs>
0: Um, Yeah, I think that'll shortly become a staple in ours, but (laughs) probably with the sweet potato. Speaking of sweet potato, we started feeding Ari uh, real food over the last couple weeks. It's been hilarious. Uh, Ari is my five and a half uh, month old. Is he making faces? Baby boy making faces, spitting it out. I'd say about like one percent of everything that we put in his mouth like stays in his mouth. Yeah, yeah they are supposed to wear yeah. the food. It's yeah. like Cheerios. <laughs> it's scrunchies. got like a little bandana that he wears, and textures. all the food just comes down and on he, it. But he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, sweet potato and pumpkin squash and avocado. Have oh, done nice, his, nice. His nice options so far. That's awesome. But um, yeah, so that's been good. Uh, I want to move on to my uh, Yelp review for the week. Mm. What do you guys think? You ready for that? Yep, sure, ready, ready mentally prepared.
3: Yep, I Always. got a positive review.
0: What? I couldn't uh, go with one of the negative reviews. I just wanted to honor. I got <laughs> a negative. Oh, Piaggio. Okay. But, yeah,
3: I did look at Piaggio. They had some.
0: I know they are Not have bad so reviews. great
3: for Vienna. I thought, I love that empanada.
0: Yeah, so I think Biagio, will just call them out, but their overall Yelp is like three and a half out of five. They might even have a two and a half out of five. But it's three and a half, I somewhere think. Somewhere in between there. Their chimichurri
3: um, gets busted a lot, because yeah, it apparently does. it's not authentic. But if they need more lots more olive oil.
0: I also get saw some good chimichurri yeah. reviews, but um, yeah, I, I didn't quite realize how uh easy chimichurri was to make it's almost like a a south american tabbouleh um with definitely more oil but uh rosasa b from westminster wants to tell everybody with a five-star review that she in all caps love 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 this truck wow three exclamation points powerful their chicken empanadas are so good it's juicy tender and crispy I've had a few empanadas and I like this oh and this one is like no other. The chimichurri is yummy, tangy yet refreshing. <laughs> Compliments the empanadas really well. Every time I see this truck, I have to have it. And I would have to agree that the empanadas are delicious. I love that they are like light and flaky uh, dough and the inside is just like piping hot and super fresh. Um, I do the move where I take like one bite of the empanada. It kind of opens up, creates a pocket, and then the chimichurri goes right on into yep. the empanada. And then I just enjoy the rest of it with like the uh, melding of those flavors. But uh, there, like Amy mentioned, there were some disparaging reviews of their chimmy, <laughs> but uh, I, I had always found it to be delicious. Maybe they've lost a little quality over the years, but we'll give them a break today. I read
3: one other review too. I don't know if you saw this one where the guy inside the truck... Yelled at the cashier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little thought, bit of... That's kind of not cool. A little bit of tension inside. <laughs> yeah, I just not on there. <laughs> hey, it gets tense when you're making empanadas. It does.
0: Yes, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. As opposed to recently, what was it? Some... At, like, McDonald's, someone attacked the cashier over ketchup. Oh, my oh. gosh. Did you see that? No. People are so <laughs> angry. It's like, I, I don't know what had happened. I think it yeah. was, like, at a McDonald's. This happened in the last week. And, and this woman, it, was like, made national news that some People patron actually... So angry. Because yeah. the person didn't give him ketchup packets or gosh, something like dude. that. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: Ugh. All right. I have two. Okay. But they're short. But That's I sweet. wanted to do both because one... Cancels out the other one, and I don't know how this happened. So I did the lime truck. So Frank from Newport Beach gave it one star. Tacos, wings, ceviche, salads all taste like lime. (laughs) What's the name of the truck? The lime truck. The lime truck. (laughs) So he follows that up by saying, I get it's the lime truck, but seriously, everything has the same (laughs) flavor. And what's the deal with cold tacos? Why wouldn't you warm up the tortillas?
0: Hmm.
3: Tacos are hard to keep warm.
0: Yes, if you don't you know. eat
3: them right away, you're toast. You can barely get cheese to melt on one. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm still willing to forgive them. But so right. next, Hannah, I skipped some of her review. She gave it two stars. Mm-hmm. These were her notes at the okay. bottom. She's a couple of notes. I don't know why, but I expected some foods with lime, as it's the lime truck, <laughs> and I love lime. <laughs> but that's not the case. There was only Limeade, and we didn't even get a lime for our tacos. Wow. So It's funny, like... <laughs> Frank says all lime. Hannah says this is like no an instance lime. of two yeah.
0: people watching the same thing happen and just have completely different stories of
1: accounts yeah. of what happened. It's like three blind men and, and, and an elephant. Yeah, you know. So it's like one. It's a snake. Oh, oh no, it's a. I don't know what happened there, <laughs> but,
3: but Hannah goes on to say there were no condiments like hot sauce or ketchup. I don't know what you'd put ketchup on with the lime truck, which might have made the food better. I don't know if ketchup
0: would make the better. No, I wouldn't put it on their corn fries.
3: But this is where it gets very tragic. Number three in the notes. They had no trash can of their own, which was lame. By the time we finished eating, the other trucks with trash cans were packing up, so we had to take our trash with us home to throw it away. I think it should be a requirement that all trucks have their own trash can. I think she should take that into politics. Yeah, she should. <laughs> that can be her platform. I think
0: there's a p- position for her at the Orange County Department of Health. Right?
3: <laughs> I have to tell you though, in all my experiences with the lime truck, I I mean, I've had lime next to the tacos. Yeah. I don't recall anything
0: being lime flavored, right? No.
3: Yeah, neither. And did and you know. it's Other not than bothering their me. Or their lemonade. Yeah, Frank had a <laughs> Yeah, are yeah. complaining that the have...
1: lime. You know, this limeade. Yeah. It, lime a little bit too there, much you know? lime in there. Yeah,
3: right? <laughs> too much lime. Anyway, uh, all right. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. I got
1: the Koji truck. Since go with out. the go with the OG truck, yeah. and you know everyone in general, it's a great truck. I don't you know, know how I don't yeah.
3: know this truck. I've heard of it. There's, it's never... not even just
0: one truck. They have like a fleet. This
3: yeah. I can it's see so the popular. logo LA, in my head. LA is yeah.
1: just crazy filled with them. <laughs> but like Orange County, not, not a little as little many. Less so, yeah. yeah, we'll have to check but, that out. Okay, so. Um, I, this they give him two stars, but you know I like the way this guy writes, so I, this is one I the reason why I chose this one. So this comes from oh wait actually it's a young lady, Mon, Monica spelled M O N Y K A H. Okay, <laughs> and um, remember the finale of How I Met Your Mother? I like how they start out with a sitcom. Yeah, it was like that. Let me clarify. For all the years I heard about the legend, wait for it, airy food truck serving up the dopest fusion <laughs> of Korean Mexican street food, I had mentally and physically, spiritually prepared myself for tonight. I she got waited my hands and fists. Yeah. Yes, she waited too long. <laughs> too bad it was only hype. I got an order of the kimchi quesadilla and the chicken burrito. The former was way too damn greasy. The kimchi was too sweet, and the latter was just whatever. I grew up eating real kimchi that was handmade homemade by my mama. Well,
3: that's hard to compete <laughs> <Yes>. with. <clears throat> yeah.
1: I mean, ask anyone like who makes, you know, go to a uh, like a foreign country. Like, who makes the best Cuban food? My mom, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Um, to sum it up, go make some Korean friends. Make them like you so much that you can go eat their house. I really wanted <laughs> to like it, but it wasn't for me.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It,
1: I don't. Th- I think it was a fair review. Yeah, I just the top loved top the way the right. young lady wrote. Yeah,
0: it's so. yeah. <laughs> a good review. No, That's absolutely. pretty funny. Very creative. A lot of character there. Yes. Yep. Um, well, thank you for sharing, Zen. I definitely am uh, hungrier than I was when I started this episode. <laughs> um, Something cool that UCI is doing for the students, staff, and faculty are uh, food truck visits, like weekly during the month of November, months of November and December. So, like uh, every Wednesday for the last few weeks, they've had two different trucks come into Aldrich Park and serve uh, in various parts of the park. I haven't quite made it down there yet, but I think there's still a few weeks left for that. So, if you're in the area and you want to experience a little bit of Aldrich Park, have lunch under a big uh, eucalyptus tree and. Uh, Hang out with us. Come on down and, and go for it. What selling points? I know, right? <laughs> Who wouldn't want to do <laughs> Enroll that. in a course at UCI Continuing Education <laughs> while you're at it. Right? <laughs>
1: we'll, have, we'll have the credit card reader ready. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: help keep us employed. But uh, this was our food truck episode. This was a ton of fun. Um, really loved our topic here. I, I think we all learned a lot about uh, what makes food trucks tick. I think there's always more to learn, though. So, uh, until next time, uh, this was the O.C. Eatly podcast. Uh, Zen, Amy, any uh, parting words? Eat a lot. Go eat. <laughs> Go eat. Definitely tune in for our very next episode, and we'll tease a little bit. It is Thanksgiving season. Shocker. And we will all be sharing our Thanksgiving faves. Mm, maybe mm-hmm. our hesitations, our expectations. I'll do a little bit on my mother's to, expectations. I'll do a little bit on how to carve a turkey, which I've become quite uh, efficient at. Adept.
1: Let's talk about the cranberry glut. Cranberry glut. Yeah, there's a, there's an over oversupply. Oh, interesting. Oh, All really? right. So, yep. Lots of cranberries.
0: And uh, yeah, meet us next week on the OCE League podcast. Again, this was Brett. Thank you guys very much. Um, have a great weekend. Bye everyone.
3: Uh,